You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Fantasy Football Frenzy. Simulcasting live from Studio 34 in Midtown Manhattan. It is the Fantasy Football Frenzy on FNTSY Radio. Television, if you're watching us on Dish Network, welcome inside Studio 34, excuse me. Corey Parson, the fantasy executive, the accuracy expert, the all-in kid, Jake Seeley, Wall Street, Matt Medica. For the next two hours today, we are going to look back at the year that was 2017, I'm about to say 2016. We've been looking at two years ago's numbers. That wouldn't have made any sense. We'll look back at 2016 and we'll go through the guys uh, at each position, let you know how they finish, give you our thoughts, maybe do some prognostications on where they end up uh, finishing off, ne- where they be end up drafted next season in 2018. So we'll keep it there. Telephone lines will be open, 844-843-6879, as always. Whatever you want to talk about, whatever you want to ask, we'll be down for that right here on The Frenzy. All in, K. Jake Seeley, good morning. How was your evening? You did, uh, you did uh, On Target yesterday with, uh, with, with, with Scott and uh, Bavona. How did that work out? It was good times. So yeah, I got nice. it. it's going to happen again today. I got two days in a row of no Joe and no Chris. Actually, Chris is not out till Friday. Slackers, huh? Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, like I you should talk. <laughs> <laughs> I filled in for Joe last night on the Black Book. I believe him and his uh, daughters were over at MSG doing uh, body slamming people. Oh, and all the wrestling at Madison Square Garden last night? Picture and disappear on the top rope. <laughs> <laughs> It was cold to be at Madison to be walking around the city last night yeah, going back and forth to the I'm garden. Walk home. Yeah. <laughs> Hoodie on and all. Wow. So there you go right there. That's what we got covered. But what was your what about you, Matt? You just went home and was chilling yesterday, counting the stacks you won this year? Yeah, uh, I was dreaming of uh Claiming the money, but that won't be until next Tuesday. We're waiting for 2018 for tax purposes. No doubt. And I did enter the ultimate <laughs> auction. For baseball? For baseball in Vegas. That's a, a lot of Skittles on the line in that one. But, you know, I'm going after this, so we're going to make it a uh, make it a fun time. And last year when you went to Vegas, you went as... This is fine. I always find this interesting. You said you went as... Well, you wasn't going out there... To go hang out and chill. You went as a business trip. No, it's always a business trip when I go to Vegas. I mean, look, it is, it, the thing I do love about it is the people in the fantasy baseball community. It's a bunch of really good guys and stuff like that. But I don't leave the hotel. I don't leave the hotel. You're not on the strip chilling? I'm not on the strip. I'm not out till, you know, for, first off, I'm pretty much mentally drained. Yeah. But if you do like... A draft at an auction or two auctions, you know, you could barely see straight by the end of the yeah, day no anyway. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you're up early, and that's what it is. It's a business trip, but it is also meeting uh, meeting up again with really good people. Yeah, because I know when they do the NFFC up here, your man Nelson Sousa, shout out to Nelson, he always gets it done. Um, we all go out, you know, get something to drink, chill afterwards, Nelson be like, nah, I'm going upstairs, bro, this, I didn't come here for that. Yeah, I mean, I like I, I'll stop up and have <laughs> yeah. a drink. Like, I know Mike the Mouth had a little party last oh, year. Lord. I went up there, <laughs> hung out there for like an hour. Yeah. But that was it. I was like, okay. Yeah. Seen a couple people, had a beer or two. And then it was right back Boom. to it. it See, back. they got better. They better than me, Jake, because I go to a draft. I'm trying to enjoy the whole thing. You feel what I'm saying? So I want the whole. I'm like, I'm going to do the draft and then I'm going to go out <laughs> on the town. You know, that's the kind of way the fantasy executive is. But yeah. we're coming up that's on the break. Okay. 
Oh, that Jake is going for a business trip, too. All right, so here we go. We're rocking and rolling. We're underway. Fantasy football frenzy. When we come back, we talk about the quarterbacks. And I'm looking at the list right now for the first time. Quarterback three on a year. You wouldn't believe who it is. Playing daily fantasy basketball this year? Consider Daily Roto your go-to resource. Whether you play on DraftKings or FanDuel, Daily Roto's customizable projections, podcasts, strategy guides, and lineup optimizer will help you compete with the pros in a fraction of the time. With a team featuring millionaire maker winners and live final champions, there's no better place to get your NBA DFS content. Better yet, you can save 10% using the promo code FNTSY. So go to dailyroto.com premium and learn more about our awesome product. Bevelo got that sauce. Oh, I'm turning the microphone on. Before we get into these quarterbacks, I want to uh, bring Jake in on the conversation that we were having during the Roto Experts in the morning about one Mr. Brandon Cooks. Let me see if I can go ahead and find his stuff right here. Get ready to pull this up. Brandon Cooks finishes the year in PPR as wide receiver 13. I don't know how that's possible. Um, 60 receptions, 1,000 yards, six touchdowns. I was the high guy on Cooks. I was the one that was saying back of the first round guy. I had him somewhere in that 72 to 78 reception range. Let's go 72 to 80 reception range. Um, I had him in that range. I figured he would get double-digit touchdowns. Sixty a thousand and six, Jake. It's not what I was expected. As a matter of fact, I think that's a disappointment. Uh, well, I wouldn't say it's a disappointment because that's kind of what I was expecting. It's not yeah. one more game left. I was expecting, you know, around eleven hundred yards, seventy receptions, and six, seven, eight touchdowns. That's really what Brandon Cooks has always been. The argument we had at the beginning of the year was a lot of people were saying, "Oh, he's going to have all these people to deal with in the Patriots system," and blah blah. And the fact was, it's like I said, he was going to be the same receiver he always was with the Saints, and that's why I still had him as a fringe wide receiver one is because it's the same volume receiver at the end of the year, and I almost mean volume as game per game, volume as in at the end of the year, you look at the stats, he's a wide receiver one. But you talk about the game game consistency, and it's severely lacking, and that's what you get with Brandon Cooks. You want him as your wide receiver two, you don't want him as your wide receiver one. Yeah, and yeah, I, yeah, that's true. You know, I was, Cooks was a guy I wasn't getting, and yeah. I was like, getting upset about that. We, well, you said you were getting upset about yeah, that. No, yeah, no, I wanted him. I, I thought he'd get that, look, he, that 78 to 84 the last two seasons, yep. I thought it would be more in the 80s, like the low to mid 80s, and he does he does more with less than pretty much any receiver in the league outside of say maybe Julio Jones can catch 80 and put up like 1600. But I mean, what blew me away yesterday when I was looking, Tyreek Hill has outscored Julio Jones in PPR. Yeah, no, no, no. We'll get to that shortly. Tyreek Hill got it done. Um, the Brandon Cooks thing, though. What's it, his yardage in totals and touchdowns right now? Who Tyreek Hill or Brandon Cooks? Brandon Cooks. Brandon Cooks has, I just had it up just a second ago. Brandon Cooks has 60 receptions, 1,000 yards, six touchdowns. Yeah, I had him for 1,140 yards and eight and a half touchdowns, so not too far off. No, what about receptions? Did you you project receptions too? I way way overshot that. I had him at 81. See, that's the thing. The receptions Mm -hmm. wasn't there for Brandon Cooks like we thought it was going to be. I mean, you add 20 more receptions. Then that's a flop. Then then that's, but still finishing wide receiver 13. Well, that's the thing is I didn't have him catching this kind of yards per catch. Oh, that's, that makes uh, sense. Yeah. yeah. 
That makes sense. So there you go. And uh, I think the, the fact of Hogan's emergence and Gronk staying yeah. healthy. Two games and of Burkhead. I think what disappoints me is the two games over 100 yards receiving, but these guys are right. You got Gronk. You got Hogan. You got Burkhead. White was a thing for the first part of the season. So many footballs to go around. And that was a narrative that a lot of fantasy analysts were saying. I was against that, full disclosure, 100% honesty. I was against that. I was like, no, Son's going to come in there. He was going to be the only one that was going to be healthy. He's going to be the only one that's going to play 16 games. And he was going to be the, putting up the most consistent numbers. That was not the case. You got all that part right. <laughs> I'm, I'm, and I'm sure at some point today, uh, Billy Hayes will let you know. Oh, yeah. yeah it's at some point today, the entire industry will well, like, I told you. Also you also have to remember, Tom Brady, is not, it's not a huge difference, but to match last year's number, he's asked to throw for 400 yards and six touchdowns in the last game. So, you know, he probably throws for 250 and three. He's still going to be short by a couple hundred yards and three touchdowns. So there's not that that's a huge difference, but mm-hmm. that ticks in there too. That, that, that's no, that, a little effect too. That makes that, that, that does uh, make a case for it. That does help the case. Well, it does hurt the case for one Mr. Brandon Cooks. All right. All right, so now get to these quarterbacks. Russell Wilson quarterback went on a year. That's not a really big deal. The thing we like about Russ is how he just like is the offense. Quarterback two is Alex Smith, Matt. There's no way. I would have bet you everything. I'd have been like, hell no. He's not going to be quarterback, too. Where did this come from? I, I think it's just like we, we talked about early on a lot. It's about competition. And he saw in that mm. preseason Mahomes was throwing the ball. He knew he was on a short leash. If he didn't, you know, not that Andy Reid wanted to make the move right now in, in, in uh, Mahomes' first year. Mm. But if things didn't go according to plan early, Smith was going to lose that job. So uh, he started throwing the ball down the field. I mean, you watched the playoff game last year versus Pittsburgh where they settled That was for, pitiful. He was s- pitiful in that game. They settled for how many field goals? I mean, they really should have won that game. They had Pittsburgh beat last yeah. year. And you were watching Tyreek Hill run down the field wide open, mm. and he refused to throw him the ball. Timid Alex Smith. Jake, <laughs> uh, Matt makes the point about the competition coming into in, in, in play for Alex Smith and that being a reason why maybe he became more aggressive in throwing the football downfield. I think something inside Andy Reid's offense probably helped him out too at times. Wasn't expected nowhere near this. Got to give Alex Smith his props. He was fantasy relevant. Do you think it was that competition? Number one. And number two, can Alex Smith finish as QB2 and the Kansas City Chiefs still move on from him in 2018? So... Yes to everything you just wow. said. Every, all of it, because the fact is competition is going to be a driving factor. You have that kind of threat on your neck, and you're going to push a little bit harder. It's not the right thing to do, and you would want athletes to do this all the time. But it's true. competition breeds better, you know, uh, hopefully better performance, whether it's on the same team or whether it's against you. So that's one. Two is, yes, the play calling has been a little bit different. He has a weapon like Tyreek Hill that he hasn't had in years. He has arguably one of the best running backs in the league, which he hasn't had in years. So you have those two factors chipping in as well. So those two, to answer your first question, I agree with both being a factor. And then the last one is, look, we're probably getting Patrick Mahomes this week. You have somebody that you drafted with a ton of talent under one of the best QB coaches in the league when it comes to coaching them up. I think they can, because I, I don't see the put it this way. I don't see the Chiefs winning the Super Bowl. So if they win the Super Bowl, I say that that, that gets pretty tough to say goodbye, Alex Smith. But if they fall short, I don't see any reason why they can't move on from Alex Smith. I think this, I do think the Chiefs play in the divisional round. I think the Chiefs will have a chance to beat either of the big dogs in the AFC in the fourth quarter. 
I think they'll be in that game until deep into the fourth quarter in the divisional round. Nah, I don't they don't think, have the defense for it. I don't think Andy Reid gives it up though. I think Andy Reid takes it. I think Andy Reid takes New England or Pittsburgh down to the wire. I do think those other two teams will triumph over Kansas City, though. If if it could work out, I, I definitely want to see Patriots, Chiefs, Steelers, Jackson. I agree. That's, That's the four in the, the AFC. AFC. I mean, I'm come on, Ravens. I don't want to see <laughs> whoever it is, unless it was the Bills. Hey, Bills, hey Matt, you never know. Elite Joe Flacco might show up. You know what I'm saying? You don't want Joe Flacco to pull that elite card on you and go oh, on that man. run. You know what that I'm saying, man? <laughs> 4,000 yards passing on the season, 26 touchdown passes. Is this runs? No, that's interceptions. Only five interceptions for um for Alex Smith, and there's a good chance that he'll lose his job in, in, in 2019, like you said, unless he wins the Jaguars Super Bowl. and Chiefs play this year? No, I don't believe they did. I don't think they did either. How are the, how are the Jaguars not already, because they're saying they could be three or four, how are they not already locked into the three seed? They should be already locked into the three seed, because even if they lose, they have a better conference record than the Chiefs. So I was because I was looking, I was looking to see if that could happen. What you said about the Patriots, because right as of right now, is Patriots one, Chiefs four. So as of right now, if they both win that first round, that's exactly how it's going to be set up: is Patriots, Chiefs, Steelers, Jaguars. It's, damn, that's going to be interesting. I like that. I like the final four in the AFC. The NFC is all over the place. Anything happening in the NFC, the NFC is going to be because the nothing's n- finalized except for the Eagles. Exactly. And the thing about it, the, the team that's finalized is, the, is going to be the first team to go because I, Nick Foles sucks. I don't want to <laughs> see. Oh, they got an extra round. I don't want to yeah. see Titans Jags back. To oh Lord, <laughs> you know, it's not going to be the Bills. Let the Chargers Jags or something. like that. I'm looking so looking forward to the NFL playoffs because like I can just get to watch it. I will have. We will do some playoff fantasy stuff. Uh, I know the NFL.com game, the NFFC game. I like the FFWC draft style. So, you know, starting next week, we'll start to break that stuff down for you right here on the Frenzy. But quarterback three on the year is Cam Newton. And Cam Newton... what? What's scoring? Just out of curiosity. uh, I just had four-point touchdown pass. Mm -hmm. I have missed three, two, if I'm looking at a pro. Where you got him at, uh, Jake? Uh, it's, I have him as three two, but on for some reason NFL, I don't know. NFL dot com's not three or six per touchdown, is it? Because NFL dot com has Carson Wentz number three. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I'm not sure. Never played. Yeah. You do. You looking at total? Wait, 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 wait. Am I looking at total? Yeah, I'm looking at total. I'm looking at yeah. total. Yeah. I'm looking. I'm looking at. Oh no! It just refreshed. Basis. All right. Can't, he's number four. What the heck? There or whatever. Just continue. I was curious. All right. Cam Newton's number three as well. Cam Newton quarterback three. This is the Cam Newton. When you when Cam Newton was going in the second round last year, he, he, let, he let you down. Yeah. Now he goes back to that tenth, eleventh round range. He's quarterback three. I wasn't on him because first of all, I never really well, am on said, Cam. Corey. Yeah, go ahead. It, go ahead. It, I'm never really on Cam because you never know which Cam is going to show up. Uh, I'm never really on Cam because you don't know what Cam is going to show up. And I didn't like putting McCaffrey into the offense, making him a piece. I didn't know how the offense was going to respond to that. Cam Newton came through uh, big time. So when we get back, because he's getting ready to head out to break. Is Cam in the pit of misery or something? What you doing behind the big baller show? Yeah, how did Cam get over there? Is he hanging out with Marcus Mariota? <laughs> how did you? That's interesting. I was looking for him over here. Cam Newton's in the in the, the if Cam. I'm going to take him out to Pit of Misery because he's quarterback three. But when we come back on the other side, Cam will be back up here on the, on the council. Fake and we'll three. get Jake and Matt to go ahead and break down what they saw from Cam Newton this year, good and bad, and what they can expect in the future for the quarterback of the Carolina Panthers right here on the Fantasy Football Frenzy on FNTSY Radio.
Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Fantasy Football Friends, the FNTSY Radio, talking about the top performance from the 2018, 17 season, excuse me. Hold on, Corey, I got new, breaking news Uh-oh. for you, by the way. Just more reason not to play in Week 17. Tomlin said that he could consider resting his starters as well because the Steelers have nothing to play for. Pittsburgh Steelers. Basically, because they need the Patriots to lose. And to wait, like, so they just it's a very long shot for them to get home field throughout the playoffs, so he could rest, rest his starters too. Okay. If you're playing in Week 17, you cannot have Big Ben. You cannot have Lev Bell. Possibly Smith Schuster, even though he's a rookie. Whatever, you're gonna be missing some. You're gonna miss Le'Veon Bell and Big Ben. That's why you don't play Week 17. You're trying to predict how much these guys are gonna play. It's just that's insane. Good. I'm not. Don't listen. Don't even come with me asking me to handicap. Um, <laughs> what's old boy name? Well, see, that's why I put out earlier today. Like I actually, so I did the rankings. You can check the link, Corey, if you want. To. Oh, the link I is did. up. <laughs> yeah, the wow. link is up for Week 17 for those crazy people that want to do it. But I I put concerns at each position, like guys, and I yeah. mentioned all the people that it should you know rest. But also I included ones that are, like anybody who's banged up, like Stafford. You, 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 who knows if he finishes the yep. game just because he's banged up with that hand. So, and then I put Carlos Hyde because you don't know about looking to next year with the uses that Breed is getting. And like, so you're even trying to project those kind of situations where you know if these teams are going to be looking till next year or resting people who've been like Sterling Shepard and Evan Ingram. I don't see how the Giants even risk either one of them. But maybe they're out there for a half. Maybe they're out there for one quarter. Like, this is what you're dealing with in Week 17. Does, Ze- does Zeke play? I think Zeke plays. He's not dealing with the injury. You you might as well get him his reps. The one thing, not to cut you off, Matt. You know, I think Ezekiel Elliott is closing in on a thousand yard rushes. That's which is unbelievable. Is he (laughs) fourteenth? He's RB (laughs) fourteen. Bananas. (laughs) But I do think the one thing the NFL did well was not flexing out any games and having like 4 o'clock, Tennessee's playing, the Chargers are playing, the Bills are playing, Mm -hmm. all at 4. I like that. I'm looking forward to that. That's going to be fun, especially that race for that final spot. No Sunday night game for the first time in years. Yeah, that's that's an annual thing. If you're a Dallas Cowboy fan, that week 17 Sunday night game is a a very (laughs) – Sore spot. I've seen that happen many years in a row underneath Tony Romo. And uh, shout out to my man Tony Romo. Did an excellent job as a, as a. He's the broadcaster of the year in my book. I know Matt Medica. You're like, no, my he's, God. He's good. <laughs> I, I enjoy what he does. It was just like, I mean, people got a little too much. All know? right, Matt. Here we go. You were the guy that was on Cam Newton. Uh, well, one of the guys that was on Cam Newton. I was like, I'm not fooling with him because I didn't know what Shula was going to do with the piece in McCaffrey. I didn't like the way it looked. Cam Newton, this is classic Cam Newton numbers right here. Uh, do I have Cam Newton? Yeah, this is yeah, this is this Cam. Why don't I see it right here? Wait a minute. I don't see the totals. Oh, here it goes. 3,122 yards passing, 21 touchdowns, 
695 rushing yards with six touchdowns. I don't understand. I keep looking past Cam's rushing numbers. I, I think from uh, that bar, uh, from week six on, I think only like Alvin Kamara had a higher uh, yards per carry than Cam. That's crazy. <laughs> it, it, it's great. Look, it wasn't even that I was so on Cam. I didn't have him as a top five quarterback. He was pretty much after Jameis for me, that, like nine, ten. Mm-hmm. I couldn't just put him past ten because it's Cam Newton. And every time we count this guy out, he he only puts the cape on. And I kept hearing he's not going to run. Look, this is one of the most talented athletes. When he sees that pylon, he's going airborne. And he he proved that early on in the season and throughout. He's very ugly to watch at times. Yeah, it is. It's not pretty. Some of these games, it's like, oh, my God, you look at these passes. But but for fantasy purposes, and look, he's got his team. His team's what? They got a chance to win that division. I don't see uh, the Saints going to, to Tampa Bay and losing, but, you know, it, it's possible. All right, so, Jake, when you look at I don't want to call Son a JV Russell Wilson because pound for pound he's probably more talented than Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson a better football player. That was the narrative. It's a, well, it, was, it was supposed to be less running from Cam Newton, more passing, getting McCaffrey in the offense, and I was like, I'll see it when I believe it. Not telling people not to draft him, but myself personally was staying away from Cam Newton. That was a mistake. But the rushing number's still there. We see over 3,000 yards passing. What do you think about Cam Newton's 2017? No, I still I don't think it is a mistake to that not have drafted. And here's the thing with Cam Newton is it's similar to Brandon Cooks. When you get to the end of the year numbers, look a lot better than the weekly numbers. And to what Matt was just saying, I agree with. The reason I didn't rank him that high is because there's a difference between – so the projections had him high, had him, I think, like six, six or seven. Mm-hmm. But where I was drafting him, where I told people to draft him, I said this is the one difference when it comes to drafting, especially for seasonal. Like weekly rankings are pretty close. You might have a debate on who to start. But when it comes to projections for the season and where I will put people in drafts are two different things. Cam Newton was number six or number seven. I was not drafting him there because if you look at the weak consistency, it's just as bad as Brandon Cook's. The 13 points, 8 points, 7 points, 11, 13, and then you have the 32, the 28, the 26. So he wins you weeks, and he's great at the end of the year if you look at the volume numbers. But if you talk about the week-to-week, it's just so up and down that that's why, you know, yes, where you get him, if you get him as the 12th quarterback, that's still a value because any quarterback in that range is probably going to have some type of that inconsistency. But that's why he's not drafted up in that five, six, seven range is because that's the. So the next year he he moves back up to that conversation yep. is the year of wood. You always, you get him on the down years and then that's where you get the value. Who's the baseball player that's like that in fantasy baseball? Who was the baseball player that had the good year, the bad year, the good year, the bad year? I got to think about it. Okay, it's too much. Even, yeah, I'm, I'm too, but I mean, like, uh, said, pitcher, hit, outfielder, like at least give me that. I think it was outfielder. I remember Ronis and them talking about it. Was it AJ? Pollock? No, it's not AJ Pollock. AJ Pollock's He's a beast. Justin, when he's yeah. Justin Upton was month by month. Maybe that's what it was. <laughs> yeah, Justin I mean, Upton was like April stinks. May he goes off. He's one of the five best in the league. And then May, you know, so he Justin Upton's been like that all the time. I mean, Cam gets you those thirty point weeks. I mm-hmm. think him and Russell Wilson and might somebody else. I'm not sure if it was Roethlisberger or whoever else it was with Brady. But there were three guys I think that had in, in the four point passing. I'm talking about that had uh, thirty plus weeks. And like I said, he helped you get into the playoffs. You started Cam in week thirteen. He delivered. He, I mean, you started Cam week fifteen. He put you in the championship game. I mean, it wasn't his best performance in the championship uh, no. game, but he did. Or he could have been knocked out in the first round too. But hopefully, to your point, Matt, hopefully you survive. The problem is if you draft, if you're going to use Cam, you have to understand you're getting 
what, what I drew that comparison for. He's that kind of wide receiver, Brandon Cooks. Like, he'll win you weeks. He can not show up for some weeks, and you got to rely on the rest of your team. Yeah, like if you waited on quarterback, you know, Cam and who else were you getting? If you maybe went like a Roethlisberger yeah. Cam kind of combo, you know, if you're waiting until like that tenth round or maybe like a little later. I'm not, I'm trying to remember exactly where they went and stuff. He was going a little bit later than, than, than round ten. He was he like I said, mm-hmm. Cam. I mean, the year when I had him two years ago and he went crazy. He, I got. I remember it was a twenty. It was a twenty round draft. I got Cam in the eighteenth round, and he won the NFL MVP. Um, speaking of Cam, right quick, the best runs I've seen by a quarterback. This is off top of the head. Of course, the Michael Vick experience run that nothing nothing compares to Michael Vick in Minnesota. Steve Young though has Steve Young had a good had one. I was going to mention Steve that one Young against was it the Vikings? That was against the Vikings too. Yeah, that's crazy. Two of these runs have been against the Vikings. Uh, the Michael Vick experience. The Steve Young one, Colin Kaepernick versus the Packers in that playoff game. I've never seen a performance like that from a quarterback. Colin Kaepernick the was my yarder one. Yes, that one was yeah, wild. We, I was like, oh my god! One. You're forgetting one from last year. Last year, last year, quarterback the longest run of the year was who was it? Marcus Mariota. Oh, oh yeah, Mariota had a big one. That's right. That was a dead. That was a long run. And then um, Cam, the one Cam had a couple weeks ago against the Vikings, that, that was clutch. And then Cam has had some other big runs like that too. But those are some of the best quarterback runs that I can think of that come to mind immediately. Yeah, and let's not let leave out Steve Young because Steve Young had some wheels. He did. I mean, and he and had, he sat behind Montana for those few years and stuff. And when he got his chance, he he delivered. I mean, he was fun think, to watch. You don't think Colin Kaepernick could have Colin, Colin, put it, it, up the kind of numbers Cam Newton put up this oh year? Oh my god! I'm just asking. I'm just. I'm not starting I, I the controversy. I I'm just I asking. Think so. I think Colin Kaepernick in what 2012? Yeah, was fantastic. I, I loved watching him. Yeah. He was on his game. You know, he was, you know, that was back when Joe yeah. Flacco was elite. <laughs> I'm just saying, I don't know. I don't, like I said, I don't train with him and work with him. I, I just think, I don't think he lost how to play football just that fast. I, I think it's time to move on from Kaepernick. And he's and, never going to play and, again. And embrace the Gucci Garoppolo. <laughs> he's never going to play in the NFL again, but I'm just saying. I think he could have, you know, I don't I don't see where Cam Newton is that much better than him right now. That's all I'm saying. Tom Brady comes in as quarterback four. The greatness that is Carson Wentz is quarterback five on a year. Kirk Cousins, Jake, is quarterback six. I think in most rankings, Cousins was preseason rankings, Cousins was coming in that seven to ten range. He finishes the year as quarterback six. Um, I'm satisfied with the production. Uh, 3,900 yards passing right now, 27 touchdowns, three rushing touchdowns. Kirk Cousins got done in 2017. Yeah, the only problem was he kind of let you down at terrible times. He had that middle Week of the 14 season. Week 14 well, well, he also had those two games in the middle of the season while a lot of people are dealing with buys and stuff like that where he let you down as like 11 points and eight points from two back-to-back weeks, and then you just mentioned it. Yeah, you had weeks 13 and 14. You're trying to get into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. He has a combined 20 points. So, that's the only problem is Kirk Cousins definitely, on the whole, you know, it was a good season for a quarterback, but you don't like when he let you down, unfortunately. So that's the biggest thing. And now we have to find out where he's going to be next year. I mean, this is unprecedented. You don't ever have somebody this young with this kind of background and this kind of talent hitting the free agent wire. This doesn't happen. Yeah, and if he hit the market, all right, if he if he gets, if they sign him, it's going to be the Joe Flacco, Eli Manning type deal for a player that has never won a playoff but game. But it's the quarterback position. That's why everybody goes, it, yeah. that's what quarterbacks get Zephyr's paid. Zephyr's the highest it's, quarterback paid right now. Who, Flacco? 
Stafford. Oh, Stafford. Oh, God. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's the quarterback position, so you can't. That's what quarterbacks get paid. If you if you yeah. if you hit the market, you're a quarterback, and you don't suck. You're going to get paid. <laughs> Garoppolo's going to get paid more than most quarterbacks right now. Yeah, Gucci so probably going to get. Yep. Five starts and five wins. Well, the two starts from the Patriots. I mean, that's he's going to basically have that to his resume. He's going to get paid more than the majority of quarterbacks in the NFL because to Matt's point, you're the next man up. Interesting. Timing is everything. Kirk Cousins. Running down. First hour of fantasy football frenzy. Come back on the other side. Go through the rest of the quarterbacks that finishes the QB1 this year. It's one of them that was regarded as the worst quarterback in football. We'll be right back on the frenzy. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone. We promise no weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. Quarterback seven on the year. Let's be re- huh? Big white beard. Did you just call him? Don Burns. No. That's Drake, right? Yeah, uh, the motto? Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't yeah, heard it in a while. What did you say at the beginning? I said you Weezy. called him something else. I said Weezy, oh, my Weezy. bad. Yes, I called okay. him Lil Wayne. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> That's what I was, yeah. was confused there for a second. I was like, I don't know if he got a nickname I didn't know about. No, uh, uh, Young Money, I get him, I get him mixed <laughs> Yeah, when I said that I wasn't like a big Drake guy, I noticed the people from Canada stood up for him. Oh, really? They came for you. <laughs> I, I, got a DM from, uh, I got a DM from Marty saying he's not that big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Marty, well, hey, they, people in Toronto and, came and for And he's Canadian. <laughs> yes, the six. Shout out to the six. Uh, ben Roethlisberger is quarterback seven, not six. Uh, ben Roethlisberger was phenomenal in the fantasy football playoffs. Weeks 14, 15, and 16, Ben Roethlisberger showed up and showed out. He got it done. Jake, your boy. Eh, J- eh. You didn't like it? Week 7, 14, 15, and 16? 16, 16 was eh, okay. I expected, against the Texans, I expected a lot better. Okay, I can see that. That game against the Patriots, that was a reversal of fortune where he had the touchdown, and then he wanted to throw in the interception. Yeah. Yeah. He really could have really. Wait, wait, I'm looking at quarterback. I mean, that points. takes him. Yes, it's basically, go. depending on if you get one or minus two for the interception. I mean, that takes you from about like 25 points to 18. Yep. Depending on your league. There you go. And week 14, he had 28. Week 15, he had 18, would have been 25. And then week 16 against the Texans was kind of the dud with the 16 fantasy points, and especially getting that big one to Smith-Schuster late in the game. That was a saver, though, because, I mean, I, I needed The Smith-Schuster ben, touchdown? Yeah, I needed yeah. Ben to put him. And you, you really, I, I didn't think he was throwing a ball with him. Well, there really I was thought no, he wasn't either. <laughs> there really was no need to. So I, I needed that in one of my leagues. So I was happy. Speaking of Smith-Schuster, uh, he's going to be overdrafted next year. I guarantee you he's going to be overdrafted next year. Not to say that I don't like the player, but he's going to be overdrafted. Jake, quarterback eight on the year is your boy, Jarrett Goff. Yeah. Uh, we didn't see this coming at all. Nobody saw this coming. Matter of <laughs> fact, this we was like, I, I, I think my thing was, I'm going to give McVay is going to make the offense improve. 
I didn't think someone was going to be quarterback H. Jenkins. <laughs> Even the most staunch defenders of Jared Goff, nobody expected this. Let's be realistic here. Let's still go back to last year and still paint it for what it was. It was one of the worst quarterbacks' performances we've seen in the past decade, and that's not hyperbole. And it's not, That's what it was. If you go back and watch it, there's no denying that. If you watch Jared Goff this year, even still last week, still makes some mistakes, still makes some poor decisions, but because of what McVay's done to this offense, and Goff has improved. I will 100% admit that. I'll 100% admit I was completely wrong. I, I left him for dead. I, I had him on the side of the road, and I was backing up over him and driving over him again. I was doing a double take on it. But the fact is, McVay is a warlock, as I said. I said You guys know this. I said like week eight or nine of the season, the guy deserves our coach of the year. Let's figure out who the second yeah. coach of the year is after that. He's done tremendous things with this offense, and he's getting the best out of Jared Goff. And my concern is for next year is that we don't get a little bit of regression for him, similar to Winston or Mariota. Like, everything is mm. going perfectly right from this year. That's my only concern. Is this, uh, this, this, basically, is 2017 going to be a building block for Goff, or is this potentially the peak of what we see for Jared Goff? I think what can save him is having one Todd Gurley. Mm-hmm. So you can still use him in the passing game, and he has guys like Cup and Woods there. I, I Look, he can easily regress. That's... That's the yeah. obvious, but I, I think maybe Gurley can say, can hope. You know. It's easier when you got a piece like that in the backfield that you can stick a t- turn around, put the ball in his belly. Not to mention the fact, throw him the football out of the backfield. That's been humongous and, and for Jerry Goff. Defenses have to commit to to what on Gurley. You said earlier. Uh, well, I think it was Jake. Who I don't know. If it was one of you, one of you two said it. I was. It was doing the Roto Experts. I think it was Jake. Go, is golf next year, Matt? In your opinion, going to be a guy? Buy the cake and not the icing. Jake said the cake part. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I mean, for me, he's still not going to be one of my – I'm going to have a quarterback before God. No doubt. I feel you on that one. I, I would more than likely do that too. <laughs> I just can't see my quarterback in my fantasy team is the quarterback of the Rams. It's still kind of weird to me. The Los Angeles Rams. Mm. Interesting. Quarterback nine was Drew Brees. Game manager Drew Brees. I wouldn't call him that, but Drew Brees, listen, not what you expected, but Brees got it done. Quarterback 10 was Dak Prescott. It was a lot of talk of regression, Jake. But with Zeke, he looked good, except for week 16. Who is the real Dak Prescott? Same thing we saw this year. I think that's just the Dak Prescott is. He's somebody that I think people are projecting a little too much to take that next step and be amazing and all that type of stuff. Is We all expect the regression from the touchdown to interception rate. I think this is really what Dak Prescott is. Is I, I think with another weapon in the passing game, mm-hmm. he could probably improve because that's the biggest thing. You're dealing with Des Bryant and nothing after that. And the fact is we're also dealing with Des Bryant, not the same Des Bryant of even three years ago before Dak was even around. Des Bryant's kind of fallen off the past couple seasons, basically ever since he had that injury plagued year. I'm not saying that's necessarily what did it to him, but whatever it is, he's not the same wide receiver that was a touchdown maker as somebody that just went and got the ball, was able to overcome tough matchups. Now he gets shut down by top-end corners, and I'm talking just top 12, of course, not even like the three best in the league. Uh, so you have to look at that. As, when you have that, you have the Witten, who's basically one foot in the grave, like Antonio Gates at this point. He doesn't have a ton of weapons. To, it, well, it's true. Yeah. He doesn't have a ton of weapons at this point. So I'm not going to put it all on Dak. I think there's better. I think that, Put it this way. I think Dak Prescott is somewhere in between this year and last year. Yeah, that's I, what I think. For, I, if they add a weapon, I think he'll be better now. I agree with that. And I, like I said in the road of it, it might you might poo-poo it and laugh at this. The missing Bryce, Bryce Butler's injury did not help. 
him because the way Bryce Butler stretched the field, that 50-50 ball, Dak was going to that once again. Matt, 3,000-yard passing, uh, 341 rushing yards, six rushing touchdowns, 21 passing touchdowns, 13 interceptions. The thing before, well, the interceptions we knew. I think he had like four last year. I wouldn't have, I would have said maybe eight, nine this year. 13 is extreme. But, I mean, the problem was before Zeke got suspended, he was fabulous. Had, he was in the top he five was top three. quarterbacks. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah, everybody was, you know, I was, I had, one, like I said, one point I had Watson, I had Prescott, and I had Newton. And I, I was happy having all three. I, I just couldn't cut them. I, I, I couldn't even cut cameras. I, I liked having all three of those quarterbacks. And but then Dak just totally, uh, he totally tumbled. And it, it was really bad. To, to, just to see, like, holding the ball too long, for, you know. Then when he did make the passes, and like, like when Dez didn't catch it, and he, 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 he actually went, he actually came for him. Saying, you know, like he he did, put a ball in his face mask. But I think the guy that doesn't get enough credit, I mean, doesn't get enough blame after from week three to week fourteen being phenomenal was Russell Wilson in the fantasy playoffs. Because fifteen and sixteen was a major letdown for what he had done yeah. throughout the year. Now Russell Wilson down the stretch, he, he, Tom Brady too. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah, Tom Brady too had some had some stinkers in in the fantasy football I playoffs. See here, I had Dak Prescott for a lot more yards this year. Like looking right now, I had him for thirty seven hundred plus, and I had him for twenty four touchdowns and nine interceptions. So yeah. Not th- not too far from that. I mean, he could get what well, he's got twenty one thirteen. Yeah, so that's a pretty good range. But yeah, I definitely had for more yards this season. I expected better, but I had him as my eleventh quarterback. Yep. So that's but you probably expected on. better from Des Bryant too. That's why you see what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. that's honestly mm-hmm. I, I can tell you what I had for Des Bryant. I definitely I know that for a fact. I had Des Bryant for over a thousand yards and nine touchdowns. And that's where the, then that's where the discrepancy in the Dak Prescott numbers come into play right there. The down season from Des Bryant. Um, Wow, this is looking pretty good, Corey. Sorry, I'm just like, I'm looking at, I got I got stat, preseason. I had Stafford at ten, who's eleven. Where we're about to get to. Yep. I had Dak at I had Dak at eleven. Rivers at twelve, who's going to be thirteen. So a little good range right here. Matthew Stafford comes in like you says as quarterback eleven. Phil Rivers comes in as quarterback twelve. Just kind of two guys just out there being fancy football quarterbacks. I was high. I was the high man on Stafford. Um. I wasn't pleased with the 13 that he gave me in my championship <laughs> round that I had to hey, overcome Corey. thanks to Todd Gurley. What's up? <laughs> you, you want to check this out? You looking at Matthew Stafford's numbers? Yeah. You know what I had him for this year? How many? 4301, 26 touchdowns, 12 interceptions. Wow, just about right there. So they, the, the accuracy <laughs> expert, man. Speaking of Des Bryant, I'm looking at oh, uh, Ryan McDowell's tweet from yesterday okay. at RyanMC23. Over the oh, last, you found it? That's over, the one I was thinking of. Yeah, over the yeah. last three seasons, uh, it's 37 games. Des Bryant's a wide receiver one eight times. Yeah. No, what. So I was. I mentioned it on Roto Expert. I forgot who the journalist was. I was reading somebody in Dallas, and they basically said that Des Bryant was a creation of Tony Romo's helter skelterness. Well, no, I think Des Bryant at one point was, you know, before, like you said, the, the injury. I mean, he caught season. that pass. That was 2014. He, he, that catch was 2014. 2014 was an incredible season. Mm-hmm. That guy was. I mean, then down the stretch last year, he was wide receiver eight. After he was like when he came back from the injury, wide receiver. Yeah, okay, in, in, okay. In 2014. I like that. That really. That's what it was. He was uncoverable. You know, anytime they got near that end zone. Just, well, I think there's a little bit of uh, Terrell Pryorness to him too. Not that like the fact oh, that God. if you let 
No, no, no. <laughs> if you let him freelance, if he has time to freelance a little bit, okay. And whereas it, the, the, you got the timing, precision, baseness, that I think that he fits that offense better, like a more free flowing offense. I think that that it, that that works to Dez's skill set. So that is like the... don't tell don't tell Dez to go twelve yards in and be on a spot. Tell no. Dez. To Get, beat his defender running whatever – like if it's a nine route, if it's an in route, if it's an out route, it's a slight, like whatever it is, just tell him to run that route and beat your man. And I think that that works better for him than to asking him to go to a specific spot. And that's why it probably was better with Tony Romo. I'm going to more adapt to that game. Dak is a young quarterback. He's trying to slow the game down, figure out exactly where you're going to be before you get there, throw the ball to the spot. Whereas Romo, as a veteran, well, well, you know, when he became more veteran, Romo was always a freelancer anyway. He was going to do his own thing. Uh, uh, Philip Rivers finishes off as quarterback 12 on the year. So there you go right there. Phil Rivers, quarterback 12. Once again, like just like a guy, Phil Rivers. You pick him up on the bye week. Next thing you know, you're starting him five, six weeks later. You're like, you know what? I can roll with Phil Rivers. Hey, Every now and then, he's going to give you a championships. Good. Yeah, there you go. Phil Rivers getting, got it done. He's got nine kids, right? Yes, he does. <laughs> well, one woman. <laughs> That's his, that he's married to. It's amazing. <laughs> so shout out to Phil Rivers for, for everything. And he wear them funny, he wear, what'd you call them bow ties he wear? The bolo joints? The string? The oh, string? Bolos. Yeah. Bolos. All right, when we come back, you notice there's some names that we did not mention in the quarterback discussion. Let you know where those gentlemen finished right here. The Fantasy Football Frenzy on FNTSY Radio. Playing daily fantasy basketball this year? Consider Daily Roto your go-to resource. Whether you play on DraftKings or FanDuel, Daily Roto's customizable projections, podcasts, strategy guides, and lineup optimizer will help you compete with the pros in a fraction of the time. With a team featuring millionaire maker winners and live final champions, there's no better place to get your NBA DFS content. Better yet, you can save 10% using the promo code FNTSY. So go to dailyroto.com premium and learn more about our awesome product. Here we go, Fancy Football Frenzy, FNTSY Radio. Looking back at the quarterbacks from 2017, let you know how they finished. As you know, so we went through that, we went through our top 12. So, some of the names that weren't mentioned in the top 12. Quarterback 15 on the year, Matt Medica, was Matt Ryan. <laughs> Matt Ryan didn't... Coming have... off of MVP season. Yes. <laughs> uh, oh, why would, you, why would you jump down the... Matt Ryan at 15. Because I don't really think nobody would expect anything from Blake Bortles or Case Keenum. That's why I just, I'm just I'm doing uh, guys okay. that were in the, that were ranked high that didn't that didn't make it that didn't okay. finish high. Okay, I just I just thought it was fun to talk about those guys. But okay. And Ryan, what zero games of three touchdowns this season? Zero. Jake, another one. Uh, quarterback 18. He's behind you, and he's in, in face down behind you. <laughs> is Tennessee Titan quarterback Marcus Mariota. A lot of people had him inside their top 10. He finishes his quarterback 18. Injuries and poor performances. Yeah, twice as low, or basically twice the number I had him at. I had him at nine. I expected a lot more from Marcus Mariota this year. You saw that run last year for those eight games in a row, speaking of eight. You need to talk about the fact that the only quarterback that was better than him was Tom Brady last year. And no, wasn't expecting him to be that good. Obviously, that's why he wasn't inside the top five. 
they expected Corey Davis addition to help him. Mm-hmm. Another running game behind him is just going to be stable all year long. They had pieces there, but the what, the smash, exotic smash mouth and all that nonsense, a lot of things went wrong for this offense. Marcus Mariota was definitely one of them. Yeah. Do they need a coaching change? I think so. Yeah, you've been I, I saying think, that. Yeah, yeah. I think it's time to uh, move on. I just worry about the injuries. I think he could bounce back. I worry about the injuries. Remember when he went on that run last year, though? He was extremely efficient. The complete opposite this year. Uh, he, did have a, he did have a perfect schedule, too. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not trying to mm-hmm. take away from him, but it did line up nicely. Quarterback 20, Derek Carr. Um, I, I, don't, I don't even know what to say about this. I'd say do. he's not going to be the MVP. <laughs> no, 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 he's not going to be the MVP, and the Raiders ain't going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> I'm happy about it. I got trashed when I had him at 16. People tell me I was crazy to have him that low. I, what, 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 okay, why did you saw this coming? What, what, what was it about it that you were like, okay, Derek Carr don't need to be ranked this high? Because Derek Carr is a better real life quarterback than he is a fantasy quarterback, and this year he wasn't even that good real life. The Mm-mm. fact is, Derek Carr, I can tell you the projections. I had him for 4,100 yards and 28 touchdowns and 10 interceptions. That's fine and solid. It's not that great. He's always, always been overrated in fantasy because people see the talent. They see what the team does and they see Amari Cooper, just like Amari Cooper's always been overrated. They see it and they're like, oh, can you imagine if? Can you imagine if? And that's what people want to do in fantasy too much is can you imagine if? And then it's just like face facts, face of what he does. Derek Carr, I like him. I said this at the beginning of the year that if I was starting a franchise inside the top 10 quarterbacks, he'd be one of them. I don't think he would be that anymore with the way that he's played this year. But that's franchise. That's on the field. It's not fancy. Not everybody is great when it comes to fancy just because they're good on the field. You know, I agree with that. I thought he was like 13 to 15 with like Ben Roethlisberger range over there. Because I agree. He's a guy I would want to be the quarterback of the Bills. I just don't want to be the quarterback of my uh, fantasy team. And just for everybody after program note today, there is uh, Die Hard is on. It's on Cinemax at 145 this afternoon and 10 p.m. tonight. It is the season. Oh, there you go right there. And finally. Yes, to celebrate a non-Christmas movie on a non-Christmas day. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, quarterback 23 on the season was one Mr. Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston was quarterback 23. Uh, I had Jameis Winston overrated this year. I feel pretty good about Everybody going back did. to Jameis next year when he has a new coach. But what I will tell you this is in weeks 14, 15, and 16, Jameis Winston uh, help teams win championships because Jameis Winston did ball out the last no, couple they weeks. Because they weren't he's there. Got a long way to go before he's a franchise quarterback. When we come back, second hour of the program, get ready to go YouTube live, bring the Google squads in. We'll go over the tight ends, let you know how they finished.